I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Hey, chickens. Uh, We're watching The Day of the Doctor, and I've become obsessed with the Vera murder board of companions. Um... Lots of photos of past companions pinned up on a wall. I've uh, been busy on the freeze frame. Uh, and they have like little, down the bottom, they have like the little, you know, unit signifiers, which is like Dr. 005, um, that kind of thing. It's so cute. Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> I'm so excited about all of these past companions on the wall. Uh, so Kate tells Clara she's got a vortex manipulator, which has been bequeathed by Captain Jack, uh, upon his death. And then she pauses one of them. Um, and she says they can't even let their allies know about this because the Americans would use it to rewrite history. She's like, you've seen their movies. Um, I mean, (laughs) quite a dig given that this was, I think like they did a massive campaign to sell this into America. I mean, it was a worldwide premiere. I remember at the time, like it was huge. Like it, it opened everywhere in the world on the same day. I went to see it in the cinema. Like it was a big deal. Um, so yeah, quite a dig to the Americans who they were basically taking money from, uh, for their BBC America. Um, but you know, I guess it's the thing with Doctor Who, it's (laughs) anti-authoritarian. It's like thumbing their nose at Big Hollywood. Is that a thing, Big Hollywood? Like Big Pharma? I don't know. Um, <laughs> so then we see the pillar that the 11th Doctor's been scratching into 
Um, and Kate's like, the doctor knows we've got this vortex manipulator, but he won't let us have the activation code. Um, and she's like, I don't think there's enough power for a two-way trip. Uh, at which point she gets a phone call and she tells the scientist on the other end to take a photo of the code that's scratched into the pillar and send it to her phone. At which point Clara sees Osgood and the other scientist in the white coat, who's a man who I'm sure has a name, but I haven't heard it. Um, <laughs> he's got a vaguely Scottish accent, I think. Uh, anyway, they come in and uh, Clara's like, why have they followed us? And Kate's like, oh, they've probably finished getting rid of the humans a bit early. Um, at which point Kate turns into a Zygon, which is gross. It is like there's some Zygon spit for some reason. Like we never got that in the 70s. Um, <laughs> and just as Kate's turning into a Zygon, who talks in the Zygon voice? Amazing. I love it. Um I've got a Zygon dolly, like, but it's a dolly of the original 70s Zygons who you could see when you got giant televisions. Like, we couldn't see it in the 70s, but when giant televisions came out, you could see that the Zygon, like one of its little suckers, had the little microphone in it. And so they've put that in the dolly. Oh my God, it's so cute. Because um, <laughs> the actor was whispering. It's like, oh, we need the microphone close to his mouth. Um, so, yeah, it's the best. Anyway, I love a, I love a, a screen accurate dolly. <laughs> like instead of a dolly that is meant to be accurate to <laughs> what the creature should look like because, you know, the limit, limitations of 1970s Doctor Who budget, it's like, no, no, we're putting the microphone in the dolly. <laughs> Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, Clara sees the message arrive on the phone as Kate turns into a Zygon and she grabs the Vortex Manipulator and uh, the Zygon's like, we have acquired the device. And Clara's like, activation code, yeah, types it in, disappears in a zap, just like River Song all those times. Um Meanwhile, in the uh, 16th century prison, uh, Eleven scratching away at the pillar. Uh, the war doctor thinks he can vibrate the door until it disintegrates. And the 10th doctor's like, well, calculations would take the sonic years. And the war doctor's like, no, it would take centuries. And he sits down kind of defeated, at which point the bad wolf rose chat GPT Windows 95 thing is watching all this. Um and then the war doctor mocks them for using the term timey-wimey and talking like children. He's like, he goes, What's, uh, why are you so ashamed of being grown up? Um, 10 and 11 at that point look haunted. Uh, and they mention killing everyone in the time war. And the Rose Bad Wolf Bing Google uh, tells the war doctor that they don't know. He hasn't made that decision yet. They think it's all happened. Um, and she tells him to ask them what he needs to know. And he asks them if they ever count how many children there were on Gallifrey that day. Uh, and Eleven's like, I've got no idea. Um, and he's like, well, how old are you? He goes, 1,200 and something, unless I'm lying. Uh, and the war doctor's like, 400 years? And you never once wondered? And then Ten just says it was 2.47 billion. He's angry at the 11th Doctor for forgetting and says he wants to know where he's going, at which point the 11th Doctor gets dark and says, you really wouldn't want to know. Um, the War Doctor says, I don't recognise you, at which point the Bad Wolf Rose iOS moment says, uh, they're what he becomes if he does it, if he blows everything up. And she's like, the moment is coming. And then she's standing in the snow. 
Then there's lots of Daleks, spaceships shooting at Gallifrey. And she says, the moment is me. You have to decide. And War says, no. Uh, and Ten echoes him. It's like, no. <laughs> um, uh, and then Eleven laughs and goes, it just occurred to me. This is what I'm like when I'm alone. <laughs> at that point, the Rose Bad Wolf Android Marshmallow says that it's the same screwdriver. Same software, different case. And War repeats that to them. And uh, he's like, I can scan the door. And then the 11th Doctor's sonic screwdriver, which is 400 years later, will have the calculation. Um, and they're like, right. And so we start scanning. The 10th Doctor goes, it's still calculating. And the 11th Doctor goes, I've got the calculation. It's ready. At which point Clara opens the door and points out that it wasn't locked at any point. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stupid moment. Um, at which point Elizabeth comes down and says, like, they're like, why did you leave the door open? She goes, I want you to see what's going to happen to this world. Because uh, she's a Zygon, I suppose. Um, you know, because the Zygons are taking over now. Um, then we see Osgood's face in the hole in the Elizabeth painting. Nice little segue. I love a transition. So we've had the real Elizabeth and now we're going to the Elizabeth painting. It's had its face punched out. Osgood's hiding behind it. Um, and then she starts looking around the under gallery. She can hear the spooky, wet Zygon sounds. They are very, very creepy sounds and they sound very wet. It's kind of rubbery and horrible. Um, and then she finds a cloth over someone who's moaning. Uh, who's wearing Kate's shoes? Uh, <laughs> Kate Stewart's shoes. Uh, so she takes the cloth off and it's Kate Stewart covered in weird Zygon business. Um, uh, Osgood releases her because she's like, oh, well, they must need to keep the copy, the person alive that they're copying for integrity. Um and Kate's like, if those creatures have got hold of the Black Archive, we may have lost control of the planet. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Queen Elizabeth um, the first takes Clara and the three doctors down to see the Zygon Control Centre. Lots of organic and rubbery machinery, you know. How the Zygons roll. Um, and she, she says, uh, this planet's too primitive for them. Um, then a Zygon comes in and calls Elizabeth, Commander. And asks, why are these creatures here? And she's like, it's time for you to be transferred. So he puts on his Zygon hand on like like a wonky crystal ball looking thing. And he's zapped uh, into the painting, which is the painting that Kate Stewart showed the 11th Doctor and Clara that the glass had blown out of. Right, I see. Um, the War Doctor says it's a stasis cube. It's Time Lord art, a frozen instance in time. And it's bigger on the inside. And Ten's like, ah, oh, suspended animation. So Eleven explains to Clara, they're like copper soups, but you add time instead of water. And then he regrets that analogy altogether. <laughs> Um, then the 10th Doctor starts calling Queen Elizabeth I a terrible copy. Uh, she looks nothing like her. She's got terrible bad breath. And she's like, no, I am the real Elizabeth. I killed the Zygon copy in the forest. Like, you think I, I don't know how to defend myself? <laughs> and she's like, I've been trying to pretend to be their commander. They've got no idea. <laughs> and he's like, okay. Well, I need my TARDIS. And she's like, well, you've got a promise to keep. Uh, at which moment we see the TARDIS and on the other side of it is a priest marrying Queen Elizabeth and the 10th Doctor, um, declaring them man and wife. 
And Elizabeth gives him a massive kiss, uh, which <laughs> Clara looks at kind of like sweetly and then starts to become disturbed because it goes on and on. Um, and the war doctor turns to the 11th doctor and goes, is, is there a lot of this in the future? And he's like, yeah, it does start to happen. <laughs> And he looks kind of like sort of slightly ashamed but a bit excited, you know, like <laughs> like when a dog's stolen your dinner. <laughs> you know, dog's like, yeah, I, I got all that stuff. It was delicious. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's so adorable. Um, so... Uh, <laughs> Oh my god! So yeah, I I am I do find this bit slightly problematic for a bunch of reasons, um, but that is probably going to take me more than the amount of time I really have left in this episode. But uh, yeah, look, we'll talk about why I've got problems with this in the next episode. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hey it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to Quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters sleek leather jackets fine jewelry and so much more with Quince being 50 to 80 percent less than similar brands and they partner with factories that prioritize safe ethical and responsible manufacturing I love that Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.